Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for July 3rd is 2 Kings chapters 5 through 8. The beginning of chapter 5, a man named Naaman, or Naaman perhaps, is commander of the Aramean army, working directly for the king, and he has brought home with him an Israelite young lady as a slave or a household servant. And everything is going great for this man except for some leprosy or some other kind of a skin disease that is plaguing him. And the servant girl notices it and says, if only you knew the prophet, if only you were in front of the prophet, he would pray for you, you would be healed. And so this man has all the means in the world to attain the health, to pay the doctors, to pay for prayer even. And he travels to see Elisha. And he's expecting Elisha to come out and pray for him, to lay hands on him, to do whatever he does. But he's met with some disappointment when one of Elisha's servants comes and tells him, Elisha says, go wash in the Jordan River seven times and you'll be made well. Now the man is very disappointed by this. And perhaps he's been influenced by a lying spirit that has given him some false expectations. One of the tactics that the enemy uses and loves to use is to give us expectations of good things and then not letting us get what we want and then whispering in our ear discouraging remarks. Naaman, Naaman is upset, discouraged, angry for not getting what he wanted. Understandably so. And it reminds me of what the prophet Micaiah told Ahab, how he saw into the heavenly courts of how this spirit came and told God, Yahweh, that he was going to, it was going to lie to Ahab to get him to go out into battle so that he would lose his life that day. And it received the blessing of God, or at least permission, to go and do that. It certainly shows us into the spirit realm, in the supernatural, there are beings that seek to influence us and they either tell us the truth or they lie. Obviously, angels, messengers of God, tell us the truth. But there are also lying spirits that appeal to the things that we desire most and they take us off track. And a lot of times they even use the promise of good things like health, wellness, God's blessing. Let us take a lesson from these false expectations of this man, Naaman. Now, he eventually succumbs and takes the advice and goes and washes in the river and he is made well. And then... Gehazi, Elisha's servant, says, we can't let all of those riches go away. He chases after the man. 
requests some payment, then lies about it to Elisha. And because of his greed, his desire for wealth and riches, Elisha says, now the sin, the, the, the plague, the skin disease that was on Naaman will be on you, Gehazi, and your descendants forever. And so there's some insight we can gain into physical conditions, genetic disorders in this story. Maybe you are someone who gets skin cancer or you're at risk and it runs in your family. Maybe there's some other health issue that runs in your family. And perhaps it's because of the sin of a past relative, a forefather, an ancestor, somebody who brought on a curse on their bloodline like Gehazi did. And that can be broken if we plead the blood of Jesus over it. I would encourage you, my friends, to pray. If you have a genetic disorder, pray and plead the blood of Jesus over it. Because we are in a supernatural world. Jesus came, he said this, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It means you can touch it. It is present. It is right here. Chapter 6, verse 8. The king of Aram is waging war against Israel. And every time he would make plans or discuss things behind closed doors with his leading generals, Elisha was able to tap into the spirit and hear. And then he would warn the king of Israel. Well, that infuriated the king of Aram over time, where all of his plans were being foiled because he had no privacy. And he just made up his mind to go and take Elisha out once and for all. And understandably, Elisha's servant got pretty nervous when he looked out and saw there was an army with horses and chariots surrounding the city. And so he turns to Elisha and he says, what are we going to do? And Elisha didn't even answer him. He just prayed that the man's eyes would be opened. Verse 17, 617. Yahweh, please open his eyes and let him see. So Yahweh opened the servant's eyes and he saw that the mountain was covered with horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. You know, when we see in the spirit realm the backing that we have from heaven, when we are living righteously, when we are serving God, there is nothing to fear at all. And so my prayer for you, my friends, and for me is that Father would open our eyes so that we would see the supernatural that is all around us so that we would have no reason to fear. But I also think that perhaps even better than seeing it for ourselves, even better than seeing it would be believing it. Jesus said, Thomas, you believe because you've seen. Blessed are those who believe who haven't seen 
Hebrews 11 talks about how faith is credited to us as righteousness. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. And I pray that God would increase our faith even more than he increases our spiritual sight. Spiritual sight is great. Faith is even better knowing without being able to see the fiery chariots all around us that are defending us. Even better than believing in all of that is knowing that they're there when we can't see it. May God bless you, my friends, as you seek him. One more story in chapter 8. Remember the woman who had the son as a result of the word of Yahweh that came through Elisha? We get a Another glimpse of her later on after her son has been restored to her. Maybe her husband is no more because he's not mentioned in this story in chapter 8. But she receives notice that there's going to be a famine. And indeed, the famine had already begun. So she has to leave and go away. And she goes away for a period of years. And when she comes back, The king is right there talking about her. And she comes and says, I am the one you're speaking of. This is my son whom Elisha raised from the dead. And the king says, give this woman back all of her land. And not only that, but make payment to her for all of the money that she would have made had she been working this land for the last several years while she was gone. And so it is in the kingdom. What what the enemy steals, the Father will restore, even sevenfold. May God bless you guys. As you seek him, we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.